Hello and welcome to Healthy Mind, Healthy Life with your host Avik. This podcast is all about exploring the latest research, sharing personal stories and providing personal tips for improving our mental health and well-being. Each episodes will be joined by experts in the field of mental health as well as individuals who have experienced the transformative power of a healthy mind firsthand. Together we will dive into a range of topics from managing stress and anxiety to building resilience and cultivating happiness. So, join us on this journey to discover new ways to take care of our minds, bodies and souls and let's work together to create a healthier, happier world one episode at a time. So, let's get started. Hello and welcome to Healthy Mind Healthy Life. I'm your host Avik and today uh today's episode is a profound exploration of the transformation, the resilience and the spiritual awakening. So, we are honored to have with us Mr. John Lawyer. So, welcome to the show Mr. John. Thank you so much for having me Avik. I really appreciate it. Great, lovely. So, uh, John, like before we start our conversation uh, and delve deep into the topic today, uh, I would love to mention this to all of our listeners that uh, <clears throat> John is a remarkable individual whose journey unfolds from the desert uh, combat zones of Kuwait, Baghdad, and Kandahar to a personal battle that led him to a profound spiritual path. so john's story is not just a unique it's a powerful narrative of the trans- transition from a warrior to a spiritual seeker currently uh, he is serving one of the uh, several guides to uh, for uh, kishar and uh, non profit online spiritual community so john facilitates uh, a space for individuals to share their journeys and explore their own spiritual paths authentically so as an uh, omnist so john believes is in the validity of great human thought across time and the cultures reflecting a universalist perspective so he also offers uh, individuals spiritual coaching and guidance services as a part of the kishar spiritual community contributing to the collective growth and awakening of those who seek a deeper understanding of themselves and their spiritual paths so his journey is a testament to the human spirit's resilience and capacity for the transformation like from receiving a bronze star for uh, counterterrorism operations to navigating the complexities of emotional challenges so he has traversed uh, a spectrum of experiences and as a uh, counterintelligence special agent in the army and as asymmetric warfare specialist coordinating operations for a special usf unit in afghanistan he brings a unique perspective to his spiritual journey so today john walks us through his powerful narrative exploring the intersections of the military service personal struggles and the transformative path of spiritual healing and the awareness so his ability to transition from the battlefield to the realm of spiritual exploration is an inspiring testament to the human capacity for growth and the change 
So, without further ado, let's welcome John again to Healthy Mind and Healthy Life. Welcome to the show. Yeah, thank you so much for that that great introduction. I think it's uh, it really gives a good idea of of where I'm coming from and and who I am. So I really appreciate it. Exactly. So John, like uh, your journey from a soldier in combat zones to a spiritual seeker is compelling. So if you can share the pivotal moments that uh, led you to your decision to explore a spiritual path, and uh, how did this transition unfold for you? Yeah, I think, you know, I joined the military right out of high school and uh, skipped college and 9-11 happened not too long after that. And so, you know, I ended up at war on and off for 12 years out of the first 15 years of my adult life, you know, and, you know, I was exposed to high pressure environments, I think low grade trauma, you know, the whole time, sometimes high grade trauma with, with pretty significant events and attacks that happened that we had to deal with in Kuwait, Iraq and Afghanistan. And I wasn't on an overtly spiritual path when I was in the military. You know, I was I was working 100, 110 hours a week, seven days a week. I was completely immersed in my job. Um, but I can say that I was always a positive person. I was I always kind of led with kindness, which is kind of weird because I was in this war machine, you know, this this military industrial complex. But I still find time to be kind to people. And uh, I tried to lead with that in my relationships, even when I was at war and try to remain calm. And so I wasn't on a spiritual path, but I think there were definitely elements of my spirit and elements of my, of my being that, that were kind of on that journey. Cause I think we're on a journey, whether we know it or not, you know? And so I think that helped guide me through some of that darkness of war and, and, uh, helped me navigate through it. And then, you know, when I came home, yeah. After 15 years, you know, uh, I was kind of lost, you know, I was, uh, I didn't really have an identity at who I was. And so that kind of my experience coming home from all that. Exactly, exactly. I totally understand this. So, uh, so as I also mentioned about the Kishar spiritual community, so, um, as a guide, you play a vital role in creating these spaces for people to share and, uh, explore their spiritual paths. So. How did this uh, come into existence and what is the vision behind fostering this authentic connections? Yeah. So I spent about seven years after I came home in 2015 Mm. uh, looking kind of for a way to heal. And then about two, little over two years ago, I kind of had this moment of clarity or understanding, some call it awakening, where I had this profound understanding of loving kindness and peace in my kind of soul and heart. And I appreciated my oneness with everything, with nature and the universe. And I knew what my higher purpose was, which was to go and not help people necessarily, but help people help themselves find that that their wholeness inside, that they're whole, whether they know it or not, they have light, whether they can see it. And so for the last two years, every day I've worked uh, with my wife, I've worked with a friend of ours who lives in the Balkans to build a spiritual community online that's nonprofit that can... Uh, help people um, have a place where they can explore that and they can come together regardless of what their spiritual beliefs are, regardless of what their their religious beliefs are, because I believe that we can all kind of practice alongside one another, whatever our beliefs are, uh, ask great questions, get better answers, yeah. and have a, an authentic, meaningful experience, even in this digital world that we live in, you know? 
I totally understand. Yeah, definitely. So, uh, talking about your military service uh, to the spiritual coaching. So, your journey involves a profound shift from the military service, including the counterintelligence and uh, the special operations, to spiritual coaching. So, how has your background in the military influenced your approach to the spirituality? And um, what unique insights do you bring to your coaching services? Yeah, I love that question. It's a good question. I think that one thing the military and the and the military industrial complex gave me is it gave me when I saw all that darkness, it made me see more light as well. I could see the light clearer. I could see my path clearer when I found it. So I think that's important. And, you know, I, I'll say when I was when I was in the military and as a civilian afterwards doing this job, this, you know, in the military industrial complex in Afghanistan, especially I spent six and a half years consecutive there. You know, our, the things that we were doing were, uh, it was quote unquote important work we were doing. Uh, we were a kind of an excellent unit. We did really impressive things. And so it was a high, it was kind of like a pressure cooker. I mean, I was able to handle that, you know, I was able to navigate through that. So I think that that helped me kind of, I think eventually when I did become spiritual, um, and I did find myself, I think it helps me understand yeah. people who are driven. I'm a much I'm a much more calm person now, but I understand driven people. I understand people who have that professional drive, who have that dedication to excellence. But I still think that even if you're uh, a driven professional, you have room for spirituality. If you're a stay-at-home parent, you have room for spirituality. It doesn't really matter what walk of life you're in. You, you have room for spirituality. And so I think that that if we have more alignment with our mind, body, and soul, suddenly we're living this it's aligned existence where we're we're happier we're healthier in all facets of life and we're we're more joyful because i think it's about living that light and that joyful experience and so i think that my time in the darkness and my time kind of doing this driven 100 110 hour weeks really helped prepare me to to speak with people and help guide them because all i'm doing is showing them some light and they can they can find their own path it's just Maybe we can take some shortcuts. Maybe we don't have to take as long as I took. Maybe I can help people through experiences that I've been through and they don't have to take as much time. I think that's the 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 beauty of it. Exactly. That's that's a very true saying. Yeah, definitely. So um <clears throat> walking through, uh walking um through what you describe as a swamp of sadness is a powerful metaphor. So how did you navigate the emotional challenges that emerged uh, from your military experiences and how did it shape your perspective on the mental health and the well-being? Yeah, I use the swamp of sadness as, as a description of kind of where I was when I was in these places, especially Afghanistan for so long. Okay, And it's that kind of thing where it can, it can drag you down if you let it, but you know, you have to, you have to keep moving out of it. You have to remind yourself there's light inside. Right. And I, I think it's about uh, people understanding that they can walk out of the darkness. I think sometimes people don't even realize they're in darkness, right? I know I've worked with people that I've had one-on-one -on -one guidance and coaching sessions with where, you know, we've uncovered, they've, they've told me, oh, and we've uncovered traumas they didn't even know they had. You know, they've uncovered this this darkness within them and that, that, that was affecting them from earlier in their lives that they didn't even realize was there. And I think that it's it's about being honest with yourself 
finding out who you are. Because I think we, when we go back to that stream of unconsciousness, we have all these things that society tells us that we're this or we're that or we're the other, you know, and we're told this by our parents, by our communities, by our, our teachers, by our coworkers, but we have to decide who we are for ourselves, you know? And I think finding that self, that, that, that capital S self inside us is really uh, this important thing to do. Wow, that's, that's lovely. Yeah. <clears throat> like soulful healing is a theme in your journey. So if you can share some specific uh, moments that played a significant role in your own soulful healing process and how to guide others in finding that healing for themselves. That's a good question. That's a powerful question. Uh, I think that part of it is we have this connection to the universe. And I think that one of the best things we can do when we're healing and we're doing soulful healing is understanding that connection and being open to the universe. Suddenly, if we're open to the universe, then we're prepared for what the universe sends our way because it often sends what we need or we're asking. It, 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 we might be asking for something we don't even know we're asking for it. So we're, if we're not open to the universe, we won't be ready to receive it. Um, and I think the uni universe is also constantly in motion. I think I don't believe in absolutes very much, but I do believe one of the maybe the only absolutes is change in motion. And the if if we stay static, if we stay stationary, and the universe is moving around us, then we're not in rhythm with the universe, you know? So I think being open to the universe is one of the most powerful things that we can do to, to help ourselves take action and, and really uh, achieve that change that we might be looking for to align our lives in a better way. Ah, exactly. Exactly. So uh, authentic connections are emphasized in the Kishar community. So what role do these authentic connections play in the spiritual journeys of the individuals and how can the listeners cultivate such connection in their own lives? I think that we, we see people sometimes trying to take spiritual journeys by themselves, you know, yeah. and I think that it's okay. It's okay to, to do that, but I don't think a spiritual journey has to be a lonely thing. I think sometimes it will necessarily be lonely, but often it can be this communal thing where, you have your own unique beliefs, you have your own path, but you can talk about it with other people. And and that's when you build these authentic connections because we're all seekers. So we're all being taught things, but we also might teach people things. So we're, we're both the teacher and the student, right? Exactly. And if we're open to that, then we can have, we can build these friendships. We can build these spiritual connections while still having our own private practice, while still having our own private, uh, you know, beliefs. And I think, that's really what we need in this world is people having more conversations with one another right. and moving forward as a, com as a community, right? Definitely. Great. So uh, before we uh, wrap up, like as you reflect your journey so far, what legacy do you hope to leave and uh, what future endeavors um, do you have in continuing to guide and inspire others on their spiritual paths? Yeah, I, I love that because it's about, paying it forward. It's about me helping anybody that I can, and then hopefully they can help other people. It's about spreading that message of loving kindness. Mm. It, it's about, you know, you know, we, and I think it's about starting with ourselves, making sure people understand if you don't take care of yourself, if you don't have self-love, then you're not going to be good to anybody else because you got to take care of yourself first. Right. Sure. And have that, that deep love for yourself. And and also, we don't have to be perfect. We might have that perfection inside, whether it's the universal oneness or the divine or the Brahman or the Tao. It doesn't matter what you call it, right? 
we might have that perfection inside, but that doesn't mean we have to be perfect in our day-to-day real world. That's probably not going to happen. So have some grace for yourself. Don't chase perfection. Love yourself. And then spread that out into the world. It will happen naturally if you love yourself. True. Exactly. That's great. So, and dear listeners, there you have it. A deeply enriching and thought-provoking conversation with John Lawyer on Healthy Mind and Healthy Life. So, John, thank you for generously sharing your personal and powerful journey from a soldier to spiritual seeker and the transformative work you do with Kishar. So, uh, listeners, like if you have found this episode inspiring, do not forget to subscribe, share and leave a review. Your support ensures that we can continue bringing you conversations that uplift and empower. So as we conclude, remember that the journey to wholeness is a continuous one and take the insights shared by John into your own life and may you find inspiration and guidance on your path to creating authentic connections and aligning with your higher purpose. So thank you for being a part of Healthy Mind and Healthy Life. And until next time, prioritize your well-being, embrace your journey, and continue thriving with intention and the resilience. So stay well, stay mindful, and keep journeying toward a healthier mind and the life. So thank you so much.